0: Welcome to issue 115 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the Encounter Sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Steve. How
1: are you? I'm feeling stern or forbidding, aloof, mm. a little distant, harsh, steely. Wow. Uh, we'll see. Well, huh. Steve, that's not really, not really like you.
2: Mm.
1: It's all right, though.
0: I mean, stern and forbidding, maybe, but aloof? I don't know. Um, Also joining us tonight is Mike.
2: Hey Daniel, hey, what's going on? I'm I'm doing great. Are you? I mean, we're we're here. It it's crowded in our stinky, smells like Spartax, land shark ridden <laughs> secret lair. But it's our stinky, smells like Spartax, land shark ridden secret lair. Mm.
0: Great point. But
2: Mike, that can't be all that's on your mind tonight. What else? We got a lovely message from Jay Corioyer on Discord. Actually, this is a oh, he presents. A request oh would you be so kind wait wait,
0: wait wait wait, i'm sorry wait it's not a question it's a a request
2: this, this is a request a request first so we're gonna do this
0: is order this, is this the first time we've ever had someone request something of us
2: i don't know i don't know what to do i think we just do it right uh, yeah let's find out what he's asking okay. first. This is
0: yeah. very strange
2: would you be so kind as to choose the most feisty of the hosts the choice should come easily in a second okay Tie him to a chair and force him to rank all of Iron Man's upgrades in Steve, order of Steve. preference.
1: Steve, what are you doing? Stop Hold Hold it! Stay there.
2: Force him to Good. rank all of Iron Man's upgrades in order of preference and or power levels, as he prefers. Preference. Preverse. This may seem like a pointless endeavor at first, but I can assure you that hearing him squirm in disgust for a minute or two will bring <sighs> immense enjoyment for, uh, to the masses of listeners all around the world. Daniel, just so you know what they are, we have. Oh, I know Reactor, what they are, Mike. I know what they are. We have the Mark V armor. Steve, the this Mark 5 a, a little tight. Steve, Settle the down, second pair of powered gauntlets. Ah! rocket boots and his second pair of rocket boots, which I remind you make him aerial.
1: God, God. All oh. right, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, do settle it. down and just do it. Then we'll untie you.
0: I just rank them best to worst. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do I have to give reasons?
2: I, I don't know. You may not. I don't even know if you know the cards. So
0: of course I know the cards. <laughs> I hate this man. I know him. I know him like I know him better than I know myself. Anyway, his best card is Mark V Five Armor, hands down. And then I hate him when he has his helmet. And then I really hate him. Hate him when he has his stupid gauntlets. And then he puts his damn boots on. And I guess I don't care that much about the arc reactor. <laughs> okay. are, you, are you happy? Jay, Kohoyu Where's this guy from? Montreal? God. I'm happy. <laughs> oh. Steve, I did the damn thing. Can you?
1: Nope. Now, for the okay. question, behave, <laughs> and we'll untie you when it's over. <laughs> oh, God, I did, it! I answered it.
2: Now that all of the five real heroes of the Sinister Motive have now been revealed... Wait,
1: wait who what does that have to do with is... me being duct tape still? <laughs> I'm enjoying you being tied to the chair, so quiet!
2: First, I will first. refer you to the first paragraph that says, <clears throat> This will bring immense enjoyment to the masses of listeners all around the world. Oh, Okay. Now that all five real heroes of the sinister motive box have been revealed, who are you the most excited to crush Tony Stark with? Personally, oh. I stayed away from most of the <laughs> gameplay reveals on the scenario, so I'll keep imagining a highly technical piece of equipment full of joints and moving parts lost in a sandstorm. That brings a smile to my face. Anyway, all the best to you, and many, many thanks for the weekly dose of serious fun you bring to the community. That, awesome. Thank you, Koro. And the villains he, he provides to us, Sandman, Venom, Mysterio, the Sinister Six, and Venom Goblin. Steve, hmm. you got a choice?
1: Yes. Oh, Do I get a choice? Can I go no, first so I can get no, out no. of this? Steve? Put the gag in.
0: Uh,
1: if I get a choice, if I get to pick, I think I want to see Iron Man just get piled on by the Sinister Six. All six at once. You know, oh nice. Each one of them can rip a piece of the suit off, they can each do their own thing to him, right? Like how many v- minions and villains has Iron Man taken down? Now the tables are turned. So sisters, I like that. Sisters. I
2: like
1: that. how about you, I, Mike? I, mean,
2: I I just he's so proud, he's so uh, I, I I wanna fill his the joints of his suit with goop. Mm-hmm. I want as much venom symbiote in that suit as possible. and so i I don't know uh, i mean there's venom and then there's venom goblin do i want to blow him up with pumpkin bombs first i mean that that's just that's such a Rube goldberg thing right okay we'll lead him into a room blow him up with pumpkin bombs throw goop on him symbiote win i love it i'm gonna go with the complicated complicated okay okay
1: uh daniel are you behaving Mm -hmm. all right i will take (laughs) this out if you Promise not to scream
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <gasps> oh, first off, Jay Courier, I am displeased <laughs> <laughs> oh God, sorry, I was kind of suffocating what's the question uh, <laughs> <laughs> who who do I want who do I want from the sinister Six to beat up
2: Iron Man which of the five he, real heroes of the Sinister Six box, or i.e. the right. five scenarios. Would hmm. you like to beat up Iron Man? So uh, Sandman, well, Venom, yeah, no, Mysterio, no, part... the Sinister Six or Venom Goblin.
0: No, I cannot wait to watch each of them crush him in their own way. I'm going to I'm going to first play this campaign. Because by the way, I don't have it. Do you guys have it?
1: Not yet. No okay. it, it, it Not at the, the moment away. of the to... recording of this episode yeah
0: at the moment of this court we don't have it but oh my god i am i ever going to cobble together a really poor iron man deck and watch as each of them just crush him i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lose on purpose
2: we'll just choose uh mustafa's best cards for heroes Mm, from our 100th episode
0: there you go jesus oh steve thanks for taking the gag i'm out Could you do the hands please yeah. All right. Now it's just Thank
2: like you. a band-aid, right?
0: Oh yeah, I yeah, off. yeah. Oh. Oh. Big band-aid. Okay.
1: Hey, Steve, what are we doing tonight? <laughs> uh, I going to say thanks to Caro cuz that was great. Good question. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. So, uh but what we're going to do tonight is we're going to do an, a little uh origin story on the Brothers Grimm. Huh? Oh. Right, oh Yeah. Those, I love those stories. Yeah. You know, grim, stern, forbidding, steely, harsh. Never mind. Oh, I get it. You did a thing. Ah, Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, would, uh, sorry, I would have commented, but I was gagged.
1: Yeah. All right, so I'm going to tell you all about the Brothers Grimm and we're going to take a look at that modular set. So what I want to do now is I want to take a trip way back in time, all right? Way back in time, all the way back to 2005. Oof. You with me? Okay. So Barely, Grimm, I was a
0: wee child.
1: The Brothers Grimm. So Rotten Tomatoes gives the Brothers Grimm a 38% tomato meter reading. Mm. Now then, the Brothers Grimm, Wilhelm, Matt Damon, and Jacob, Heath mm. Ledger, are dysfunctional schemers who go from town to town, putting on shows that convince mm. inhabitants that they're getting rid of demons. After one such scam, what? a mysterious man called Cavaldi brings them to a French general. persuades them to battle the evil that has kidnapped ten girls from a Uh, small village. During this investigation, the cynical Wilhelm and sensitive Jacob see things that point to Yes, Daniel. I've seen this movie. Steve, are are you talking about the film called The Brothers Grimm?
0: Yes,
2: The Brothers Grimm. Oh, uh, Mike, is that... I I think I remember it. It was okay. But is that what we're here to, to do tonight? No, thirty-eight percent tomato meter reading doesn't make it on our show. Sorry, Steve. Oh, oh. yeah, I, Steve. I think
0: I think you might want to kind of go back and look over your notes. Maybe there is there some back. other
1: go back. Okay. Other... I will. I will go back farther than two thousand five. Oh. Good idea. All
0: right, good. Let's okay, go because
1: I don't think that's what
0: we're talking about.
1: All right, all right. I got you. We're gonna step in the way back machine. We're gonna go all the way back. To the eighteen hundreds. We're gonna talk about the German oh. academics, the philologists and cultural researchers, uh and authors who collected and published folklore, those brothers Grimm. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought you were talking about. Then you started okay. talking about Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. Okay. Well, this pair of brothers had a goal of researching like um folk tales and establishing a methodology for collecting and recording folk stories, which becomes a basis for folklore studies. Mm -hmm. And between 1812 and 1857, their first collection of stories gets revised and republished many times, growing from 86 stories to more than 200. In addition to writing and modifying folktales, the brothers wrote collections of well-respected German and Scandinavian mythologies. And in 1838, they began writing the definitive German dictionary.
0: You mean the Deutsches Wörterbuch?
1: That is exactly what I mean. But you know yeah. what? They don't get to finish it in their lifetime. Well,
0: well, Steve, that's yeah. fascinating. But okay, again, Receptual I don't go Well, I don't think you need to go back. I just, I, Mike, is he is he on track?
2: I mean, I was expecting, you know, weird mystical whips and guys throwing snot balls. I didn't hear any of that.
1: Yeah, where's that? I think you're,
2: of... I think you're a little mixed up here. I could be. I don't know. This is what year was this? 1838. When yeah. was the first Marvel comic published?
1: Yeah. Oh, the Brothers Grimm from Marvel. Okay, so let's yeah, go forward. That's why these oh. people are here. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, you know, sometimes I get lost in the in no, the fun of the research. It's fun. Okay, so the Brothers Grimm, Chuck and Buzz Grimm, the twin sons of the hero from the Fantastic Four, Ben Grimm and Alicia Masters Grimm. Is that the guys you want me Wait. to talk about? Uh, Wait, what? 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 The brothers, the brothers Grimm, Chuck and Buzz Grimm, right? the 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 twin boys of the thing. The thing had kids. Yeah, Ben Grimm. Yeah, him and Alicia. They have, no, they have no, not them, uh, not them. No, we we uh, have that, the real hero that, of the story. That
2: can't possibly be right, Steve.
1: Okay, I got one more. I got one more. I can try oh, Percy oh. and Barton Grimes. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. I think these are the guys you mean.
0: Uh, Wait, not the. Not the dudes from that adult film theater in L.A. in the 80s.
1: Yeah, those guys. Those guys. Okay. Oh, is that who you mean? Yeah, that's what you mean. Okay. Perfect. Oh. But but, to understand those guys, we have to go back a little bit further, but still within the Marvel Universe, to somebody named Nathan Dahl, who first appears in the Tales of Suspense number 48 in December of 1963. That sound about right? 1963? We're okay. Um, Now... I hope you guys are a little low on potassium levels because here come some bananas. All right. Oh, thank goodness. It's about time. Yeah. My turn for some bananas. All right.
0: I I feel like we've been like banana light for a long time.
1: Yeah, certainly. Okay. Well, here we go. Okay. So Nathan doll is a world traveler and on his travels, he likes to find rare dolls and he sends them back to his loving wife, Priscilla. And on one such trip to Africa, He procures an extraordinary doll, along with a headdress, from a witch doctor. Okay. Okay. Using this doll, and presumably the headdress as well, he could shape the doll into basically anyone, and then manipulate the doll to make them do things. Sort of like a voodoo doll. So what does he do with this doll that he can use to force people to do things? He immediately goes all Robin Hood and starts to redistribute wealth from billionaires to the more needy. Well, that's awesome. It turns out he's pretty needy, so he just has them hand over their fortunes to himself. Oh. But, but still, like it's like Robin Hood. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. in, okay. A, so, in so. A,
0: a villainous Robin Hood, of course. Yes. Yeah. Now I well, like him
1: even more. Oh, well, you're going to like him even more because he eventually oh. tries to do this to Tony Stark. Oh. Uh, so he crosses paths with Tony Stark and Iron Man, who at the time people don't know, and in Marvel they don't know Tony Stark and Iron Man are the same person. So okay. this confuses Mr. Dahl quite uh, quite a bit. Uh, so he tries to have Tony Stark redistribute his wealth to himself. It ends poorly, however, for Mr. Dahl, as Tony makes a transistor powered force beam.
0: was <laughs> making that up, Steve.
1: Nope, that's what it's called. It's the 60s. Okay. Right. So. Stark uses his transistor powered force beam. He reshapes the doll into Mr. Doll just at the wrong moment which knocks Mr. Doll out, right? Like it's a whole like retaliate sort of thing. Mr. Okay, doll we're... kind of on the nose, hey? Yeah. Right. Very much so. Okay. All right, so this this is when we eventually learn that the doll or the talisman itself was carved from the wood from the Wondergore Mountain where the elder god K'Than was imprisoned. And that's where oh, the power... Wrong game, Steve. No, no, that's... It's not the wrong game. Uh, K'Than here is a Lovecraftian-like creature of imaginable power, mostly like black magic power. It's kind of Marvel's, you know, dip into the, that, those Elder it's, Gods it, kind it, of It's thing.
0: clearly a nod to that
1: Yes, nonsense, very much so. Right? Okay. Yep, we've talked about a few other ones on an sure. episode not that long ago. We did. Um, when we talked about the Maw black maw ebony maw indeed yeah uh anyway that's where the power black (laughs) that's where (laughs) the power of this idol comes from okay okay all right so nathan doll eventually free again likely because he was exonerated for his robin hood like good deeds um mr doll seeks other dolls of power he eventually collects a pair of dolls from a toy maker Django maximoff in the Balkans.
0: Now you say Maximov.
1: Yeah, I couldn't find a connection with Wanda Maximov. Um, okay, okay. So I don't know if there was or not, but so there's... That really, name.
0: that's just the Russian name for the Pinocchio story, what we call Geppetto. Yes. Okay.
2: You okay. can kind of see the resemblance. Maximov, the magic, Scarlet Witch, the magic. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Steve. No, no, I like these questions. So these two small dolls are wooden death effigies,
2: and <laughs> the best kind, the best
1: kind, <laughs> and they can be brought to life by using part of one's own spirit. Okay. So Mr. Doll decides he wants to activate one of them to you know to do that, but he has both of them in the same spot, and he kind of screws it up, and both dolls activate, sucking his life essence into both dolls leaving none in his body and his body dies and he's irreversibly sucked into the two dolls and now he inhabits these two dolls so both these dolls are him correct okay
0: all right
1: all right and he can activate each one and that sort of thing so what he does Mm -hmm. is he mails himself while he's inside the dolls back to his wife priscilla in the u.s mails himself like Packages himself and goes like USPS. Bails himself. Yeah, he puts himself into the package. Yep. Boop. Okay. Right Right across right. the... Right back to okay. the US. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, what this was This actually is the most
0: doll. bananas part so far. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and it showed up. It got where it was going. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, while he's the dolls, he studies the occult and manages to move his spirit... From the two small dolls to two full-size mannequins. He upgrades from from mini dolls to human-sized dolls. And why wouldn't you if you could, right? Right. Now, Priscilla, she has no husband now, and they they have no children together, and she is distraught over all of this, and she's desired a family, and now that these mannequins are animated, she decides that they are her children. Wow. And she names them Jack and William. That's grim. And Nathan, who's in these dolls, he plays along to humor her because he cares for her, I guess. So, uh, yeah. All right. So now we sort of learn what his powers of being these mannequins are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now he has these different powers. Okay. The mannequins look human, but they aren't. So they don't age. Yeah, he doesn't need air, food, water, any of that kind of stuff. But what he can do is he can use a sleight-of-hand style magic to make things appear... In their hands that he uses as weapons. Uh, there appears to be no limit on how many he can make or how often he can make them. It's sort of up to his imagination. Like what? what? He makes things like knockout gas, okay. dehydrating gas, detachable exploding hands.
0: Whoa, whoa.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, exploding grim grenades. I don't nice. really know what those are. Mm. Uh, hard beans that he throws at people. <laughs> I'm sorry, beans? Beans, yeah, like I don't know, like rocks, and he chucks them at people. He, huh, okay, beans, Uh, beans, beans, uh, and then a dough like material that he throws into people's faces, um, and then various (laughs) small weapons.
2: That's not what I was alluding to earlier,
1: correct? Yeah, um, (laughs) he can do other things like axes and knives and stuff like that.
2: So
0: rather than defaulting to axes and knives, sometimes he just wants to chuck a dried black bean at you.
2: I guess sometimes he's yeah. just not very creative, and he's really hungry because he hasn't right. eaten ever.
1: Pizza dough, beans. Yeah, this is eggs full of gas. Knockout gas. Good lord, this is weird. All right, well, wait, hold on. He also can inexplicably, with no explanation, can create a five pointed star in a small cloud bank that he can perch on and fly around at at moderate speeds. Uh. And when you say he,
0: you mean both of them?
1: Both of them, yes. Both Both of them. All right. He can can also pull like a magician's trick, right? Disappear or reappear in a big old puff of smoke. Poof. So. All right. He might just run away real fast after he throws a smoke grenade. Okay. And then these mannequins have these very interesting costumes with these masks on them that are chemically adhered to the mannequin's face. But they have an anti-chemical so they can remove it, and it looks like a person under there, that, which is why Priscilla thinks they're her children because the magic now has animated them to look like people. Okay. Steve,
0: I'm going to be honest. This makes no damn sense.
1: Well, stay – okay. Well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Let's move forward. Let's move on. Okay. All right. All so right. the Brothers Grimm, which is Mr. Dahl just in both bodies or both mannequins, assaults various people during a show of Hansel and Gretel at the Playhouse Theater, which Priscilla owns. Okay. And this sort of begins his entanglement with Jessica Drew, otherwise known as Spider-Woman. Okay. And there's a whole series of interactions with her uh, that results in the audience learning that one of the Brothers Grimm is cold and calculating and the other is kind of zany and insane. It's... The, like the Wait. two halves of his personality.
0: I was going to say, shouldn't they both be the same? But okay, they right. split. All right, split.
1: I like that. Yep.
0: Okay. okay, I like that.
1: In the end, Spider Woman defeats Mister Doll, Brothers Grimm, and with the help of the sorcerer known as Magnus. Who? Uh, not the Magus, Magnus. Oh. Yeah, it was. He Magnus.
2: Magnus. was the right. the weenie one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he's just some um, random sorcerer. Whatever. Might uh, might not have great hair. No, definitely not.
0: He definitely okay. did not.
1: Yeah. Okay, Understand. so Magnus and Spider-Woman ruined Doll's plans, because what he's trying to do is now move his spirit out of the mannequins and into a real body mm. of this sh- an ineffectual shield agent named Jerry Hunt, who's just like, I don't know, some random shield guy that they used all the time.
2: So, they want to move him into the
1: body of someone that they were able to kidnap? and no tie up mr doll wants to get into a real human body he's tired of living in the mannequins right okay so he's he's chosen the one
2: that was easily kidnapped
1: right but spider woman and magnus ruin the the ritual it doesn't take place the spirit is transitioning from the dolls to the body then whatever he does he can't do it and the spirit is disintegrated and mr doll is gone forever oh Hmm. No, and until this day he has not returned, holy moly. you mean right. like dead, 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 yeah, but that doesn't happen with these people, okay, all right he's dead, but we'll we'll keep going, okay,, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, well, I want to mention poor Priscilla she's now lost her husband a second time, her faux children are are gone, and the the playhouse theater that she had was ruined. She basically goes insane. She gets locked up in an institution. Oh. Yep. And until the day she dies in the institution, she claims her children are still alive. Oh. And it's rather sad for her. I don't like that. Okay, so now enter the Brothers Grimm that are in our card game. Percy and Barton.
0: So Percy and Barton were the names that the Mr. Doll who turned into half of each doll. Nope, No, nope,
1: nope. These are totally that different. Was That was William and Jake. Right. So Percy and Barton are the Brothers Grimm that I'm going to talk about next. They're the current Brothers Grimm who we have cards for.
0: And they have something to do with the other ones you were talking about or not at all?
1: Yes, they have everything to do with Mr. Dahl, which is why I talked about him.
0: Thank goodness. All right.
1: Okay. So these guys, these two first appear in Iron Man 187 in October of 1984. Now, they're real estate moguls. Uh, or their real estate mogul wannabes, and in their purchase of real estate, they end up buying the old playhouse that Priscilla owned, mm. and they find the mannequins and they find the costumes there. And Percy, like right away, says, "Let's put on this weird costume." <laughs> like, you, like you do, right? I mean, huh? it's a it's a playhouse, so it's got all kinds of different costumes and things like that. So sure. Uh, so he puts on the costume and discovers that the costumes are now infused with the magic of the mannequins, which were infused with the power of the idols that you know he got from the Balkans. So he puts on the costume and he gains these abilities, and he talks his brother into putting on the other costume, and they are now the costumed villains, the Brothers Grimm.
0: Oh. Why did they go the villainous route?
1: Well, because during their real estate moguling – I don't know uh-huh. what is involved in that. They attempt to buy a restaurant and they get outbid by some other people and that upsets them. They're fairly petty. So, wow, that's, they, all, that's all it takes. They want revenge against <laughs> guys who outbid them on the restaurant. So they put the costumes on and they go attack the restaurant. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. But, but okay. who's at the restaurant eating? And I don't think it's shawarma. They're not having shawarma, um, but our most favored hero, Iron Man, is there. Oh, Tony Stark bought the restaurant. Okay, no, I'm on their side. No, he did not buy the restaurant, but he is there supporting the restaurant, eating alongside Falcon.
2: huh. Okay. okay, okay, okay.
1: So they're uh, they're defeated. Um, the brothers Grimm are defeated because um, he's just like two like
0: nerds who decided to like put on a costume, right?
1: Right, and they haven't been using the costume for very long and it's I so don't know what and it and can do it. and all that kind of they right. escape though, they're not captured or anything, they escape. But what they are able to do throughout the course of, you know, the next period of time is they manage to expand the powers of the suit. Okay. So they can use it to summon new items and other items. Like what? Such as golden goose eggs that they chuck at people. <laughs> that, uh, okay. Gold gold's heavy. Pies filled with 4 and 20, and 20 blackbirds. Blackbirds. Yes. Yep. I throw a pie at you, and blackbirds burst out at you. They got rid of the beans, right? They got rid of the beans. No, they still have the beans, but you know what the beans do now? They what? grow into massive beanstalks. Okay. Well, they always did. No, before they were just beans, they threw at people and, I don't know, hit them. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Now they're beanstalks, uh, and they use that to like escape whoa. with, and to climb, and hold stuff up, and entangle things. They also throw out little eggs, uh, little eggs that have faces and legs that dance around and distract you. What? Or what is like a like a Humpty Dumpty? This is okay.
0: become an acid trip. What's
1: happening? Yeah, we're not done because they have Steve. paralyzing. I'm telling you, there's bananas. They don't throw bananas, however. Oh, they should start. They throw paralyzing stardust, like pixie dust or fairy dust. Well, I don't um, get
0: how all this happens.
1: Right. It, that also they can also make unbreakable golden thread or straw. Okay. Uh, they have giant whoopee cushions that can create like mini hurricanes and stuff. <laughs> or a whoopee cushion? Yeah, I don't know where that one comes from because it doesn't seem very fairy tale to me. No. Uh, not... Along with like exploding jacks, and also they not create... fairy tale. No, they can also make decoy costumes as well. So like, hey, they're over there, but really they've run away, and then the costumes like. Fall into nothing, so
0: this is weird, mm-hmm.
1: they're still able to float on the star cloud Bank thing as well and fly around all right, so yeah, it's weird they're, that's the most interesting part of them, all of that stuff because they're really just sort of petty criminals uh they sort of join up with other criminals, like the shroud and the night shift when they're in l a they they face off against the West Coast Avengers a bunch, you know they fight for various reasons and whatever. whatever. Um, eventually they do join up with the Hood, which is where we get this pack, right? They end up working for Hammer and Osborne when the Hood joins up with them. They are part of the Siege of Asgard, so they're around. They join the Masters of Evil, but basically they get defeated time and time again, and the the last time we see them, Daredevil beats them, but they're they're still out there. They're doing their thing. Dude, that's interesting. That's wacky. It is. Yeah.
2: So the suits gave wow. them powers that the originals didn't really have,
1: or they sort of had
2: because or didn't or didn't know what they had,
1: <laughs> right? Because no? they yeah. kind of always mentioned that it's like up to your imagination, and so these guys just have better imaginations, or they're oh yeah, than
2: doll, yeah, okay, I get that.
1: Yeah, they really liked fairy tales, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. There you go. Well, Steve, that was awesome. That, that was, was great, Steve. You. Wow. I got to tell you, in going life. into
1: it, I was expecting to find about 12 seconds worth of information. And it, you know, there turned out to be quite a bit of. There's fun. a lot
0: there. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. I stumbled it's... upon one of
2: them and I sent them to Steve. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a quick story. And you just you blew me away. You went on and on this and on. Great. Are there cards for this <laughs> thing,
1: Steve? Yeah. They come in the Hoods pack. There are five cards, five by title. And according to the Hood rulebook, they are a difficulty two. Oh, there we go.
0: Well, that's because they're twins.
1: Oh, oh I get it. I get it, yeah. Uh,
0: uh. <laughs> well, Steve, why don't you tell us about the Brothers Grimm themselves?
1: All right. The Brothers Grimm, their unique minion. There's only one of them, even though they're brothers. Uh, one it's
0: actually two of them.
1: Wow. In one brothers card. Brothers Grimm. Has, has there ever been a
2: unique card that was more than one people's? Oh, they've done it in other games, but I don't know if we have a swarm, a group of things this time. Even the Batoon grunt was just one grunt.
1: Yeah, and the, <laughs> the
2: symbiote was four
1: symbiotes. Right. Yeah. This,
0: this is a unique single card that represents multiple individuals.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Curious, Curious about this. Yeah. All right. They are a one scheme, one attack, eight health. Oh, masters of evil mystic and a force interrupt when brothers grim activates against you discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until an attachment is discarded reveal that card wow it has one boost and a special boost effect after this activation ends put brothers Grimm into play engaged with the first player
2: okay
0: so that's awesome so imagine steve that you are dealing with your villainous attack, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is the boost card that comes up. Yep. The Brothers Grimm then attacks you and then gets some attachment.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: It's and- good. Oh, that's so good. You actually want these... We want these to come out as a boost. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, and it's wasted. Their activation effect is a forced interrupt when they activate against you against you, so they get oh. the attachment for the attack
2: yes yeah. yes oh nice yeah God. and well, it's I any wonder... attachment it's any attachment it doesn't have to be theirs flamethrower no. yeah uh-huh. yeah so uh, and I mean it's needed right because there's only one of them. It's the only way to get them out and actually use the set
1: true. Uh, God, so I do like that. There's two of them, and their total scheme is one. I guess they're half a scheme each. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. They're, yep. they're half they're, of a Badoon grunt with four so, times the hit points. Yeah.
0: They they have super high super high hit points. Yep. So, but this this almost would seem to suggest that they would come with attachments, right?
2: Right. I mean, Perhaps would, four attachments.
1: What? That's unheard of.
2: Can I tell you about blackbird pellets? Not not those pellets Pellets that become blackbirds. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is an item attached to a mystic minion. Who's, how many mystic minions do we have? Ah, Brothers Grimm. If you cannot attach <laughs> to the villain, this gives just a forced response. After attached enemy activates against you, discard this card. Discard one card at random from your hand and deal yourself one face-down encounter card. Wow. Hey! Mm. That's cool. That That is cool. A two-for-one. Yeah. To murder that one, Steve.
1: Okay. First of all, I think it should be Blackbird Pies, but okay. Um, (laughs) uh, The bird that appears out of the pellet or the pie... I mean, we know Blackbirds are thieves... Right, they like shiny objects. They steal stuff. They take things back to their nest. So they're snatching a card out of your hand, uh, and they're flying away with it. Love it. And, and then, then what? and then they're leaving behind a present for you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That would be like
0: the poop on your car kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I think so.
2: Yeah. 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 Got Some it. kind of corrosive bomb, right? Like yeah. you don't
0: mean like a corrosive egg bomb do you mike
2: i mean it's your bird
0: oh my god corrosive egg bomb is an item attached to a mystic minion if you cannot attach to the villain it also has a force response after the attached enemy activates against you discard this card take three indirect damage and do yourself one face down encounter card and it has a single boost icon oh my goodness what a joyful bomb this is.
2: Yeah. They all replace themselves.
1: Yeah. It's sort of like a delayed surge. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if it comes out as an encounter card, it attaches to a minion and nothing happens right away. Right? You have to, go, you have to wait until the next attack phase. Well, or It attaches thing. to
0: a mystic minion and there's not a lot of them.
1: How many are there? Pop quiz.
0: Oh, geez. Um, Mike, do you have a good answer for this? four okay um i'm gonna guess eight
1: whoa uh now, mike is closer
0: mike is well let's name some mystic minions is is
2: enchantress a mystic
1: nope uh ebony
2: really? maw's a villain though but he's all no he has a he has a minion card doesn't he hmm. he might is i believe he's in the one of the thanos Sets.
1: But I don't hmm. think his minion is a mystic minion.
2: Oh okay. Oh.
1: Uh-huh. Is um I'm guessing uh, Doctor Strange's
2: minion is a mystic minion. Aaron Mordo. Correct. Okay. Uh
0: Hell is not Minion. Oh, Hella? Hella is, is not a minion either. Nope. Uh geez, I don't know.
1: Give us a hint. Uh there's only one left.
0: There's oh, only two or Mystic Minions. I mean, you can't
1: get this wrong. The, the brothers like, Grim. Oh okay. The Brothers Grimm, <laughs> correct. Okay, wait. So we said you said the Brothers Grimm, a Baron moto, and one more. And Mike cannot get this wrong. Oh my God! Really? It's the Magus. It's the Magus. That's it. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> Those are the only three Mystic Minions. Like Ebony oh, Maw has God. a minion, but he's just Black Order and Elite. He's not okay. Mystic. Interesting.
0: Okay. Proving my my theory from before days that he is just not. He's not a wizard.
1: All right. Alright, back to the cards.
0: Sorry. <laughs> um, this this card is awesome.
2: It's fun. Yeah. Good lord. Three indirect damage. You get why the difficulty is too though, right? Because like Steve said, it's delayed surge, but it's only delayed surge if the minion survives. Yeah.
0: So that, that's that's the thing. I think
2: the power of this card is what Steve said. There's no mystic minions. Yeah, I
0: know. The power so of this card is the going on the villain.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's yep. the power. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you're actually lucky if the Brothers Grimm are out. Yeah. So, geez, do you think, uh, oh, maybe this is a conversation after these cards, but do you keep the Brothers Grimm alive like you do
2: Modoc? But then they keep pulling out more of this stuff. They don't prevent it from coming out, they make them come out. God, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: a great point. Yeah. And essentially, you're just going to keep going through the deck and accelerating. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, I like it. Mm.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's a warming up. But we're not done. We're not done. We're not. Can I tell you about the paralytic stardust? <laughs> yeah. The very yeah, idea sure. of it
0: is attractive to me.
1: Go. All right. It's an item attached to a mystic minion. If you cannot, attach to the villain. Forced response. After touch enemy activates against you, discard this card, stun your identity, and Ooh. deal yourself one face down encounter card, two boost icons. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's yeah. on theme, it stuns you, it's paralytic. Yeah. yeah. It's it's okay. Yep.
2: It replaces itself. Yep. This done is nice. Yeah.
1: All right. There's one more.
2: Okay. Unbreakable thread attachment item attached to a mystic minion. If you cannot attach to the villain, forced response after attached enemy activates against you, discard this card and choose and discard one ally support or upgrade you control and deal yourself one face down encounter card. Mm. Ah three boost my three boost icons that the boost icons i i think are going to be the best part of this card because if it comes out say first encounter phase when you put out your you know your bomb card that you've been mulliganing for yeah that's that's going to hurt the heroes but give it a couple turns they've got something they've got an ally a support or an upgrade that they can discard quite easily so
1: it's just it, it's all right it's all right i do i think i like it best as a but it really card.
0: does suck to lose those things guys
1: yeah, I think it depends on who you're playing as. To it could be, you may only have a few upgrades or supports. Maybe you have an ally. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it it'd be interesting. I think the timing of it is what's going to make it interesting.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But it's another caught off guard. Yeah. That that affects allies and upgrades. Three boost. Three boost.
2: I mean, it works as a difficulty two set. Yes. I think it's it's fairly rated. You could make it harder, but obviously that wasn't the goal. they wanted to give something for everybody
1: yeah i I'll tell you, I think theme wise from what I read, i mean you're he's got his egg bombs it has got this unbreakable thread thing, and the stardust, the blackbirds um they hit it right on all that, so
2: yeah, awesome. I think one of the things that would really help this is if all of the attachments had a boost effect that said that activate the force response.
0: Mm. Mm. yeah i see that but then that's not difficulty two anymore
2: no but we don't want them playing difficulty two
0: well we gotta fit in the hood pack right
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> so yeah i i think it's a fun one to give a try i think if you can put this set in with other upgrades so the brothers Grimm themselves can hit additional upgrades um that could be interesting too not upgrades, attachments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What are you going to give it, rating wise, Daniel?
0: Mm, that's a great question, Steve. I think I'm going to give this one a B. Okay, seems fair. Yeah, I, it's it's interesting. It would be a lot lower grade if it didn't have the if you cannot attach to the villain bit. Um. Yeah, just like they all do the same thing, and I, you know, I like supporting a theme and stuff, but. I don't know. It's not
2: the theme is really good, especially when the yeah. brothers Grim attack because they are just conjuring something out of nowhere. Yeah, right. It's yeah. it's a brilliant design, but the power level. I mean, I'm giving this a C. A C. Wow! It, it doesn't meet my my, my okay. villainous standards for power.
0: Even though these attachments can go on the villain.
2: I mean, yeah, they do, but and they're, they're also th-
0: they're also throwing a face down encounter card to you for later.
2: Yeah, they are. They? So
0: that turn, you're the anytime one of these attachments comes out, you are having two encounter cards.
2: I'll play with them yeah. again. I'll see what I can do with them. They they didn't wow me the first time.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: I don't think everyone wants sets that are always an A plus difficulty. Let's put it sure. that way. Sure. Those heroes they want to play against this kind of stuff um, when it's not you know you're not struggling every moment of the game. So. I agree. Difficulty level, I think it's uh, rated good. A two theme. It's on. Seems fun. It. I mean, depending on what else you pair it with, it could be pretty bad. So, Give it a try. Give it a try, folks. All right. Well, Mike, uh, if we don't have anything else to say about this, how do the fine folks get a hold of us?
2: Hey, folks, what's the weirdest food you've thrown at a hero? A watermelon? (laughs) A kumquat? Bag of walnuts? Yeah, A banana <laughs> Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com I promise we'll read that on the air We are Critical Encounters on Facebook <laughs> You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast And on Discord we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf And Wandering Took If you like our show, tell your friends If you don't like our show, tell your enemies Brothers Grimm, take us out
1: Four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. Switch the birds with dynamite and watch the people die. Let's try to do it together to your cadence. Because it's a Brothers Grimm, there's two of them, right?
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. You ready? Okay,
1: count us down.
2: Count us down, Mike.
1: Okay, uh... I'm going to go three,
2: two, one, then you go. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one.
1: Four four, and 20 (laughs) (laughs) blackbirds,
2: baby. Try this again.
1: Start again. Start right away. And uh, at that nice, crisp pace. And I can edit if we're just a little off, keep going because I can just shift it a little. Three, two, one. Four four, and 20 (laughs) blackbirds. Why is Steve so late?
0: Why, Steve? I thought we were on. No, both of you you were like thirty. You were like three hours behind me. Really? Okay. So one, two, three, four, and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. Switch the birds of dynamite and watch the people die. That's what we need.
2: That's but I'll tap. I'll tap because it's on my end, and then Steve, can just edit out the taps.
1: Okay. Yes. Good.
2: Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Go. Four and twenty,
1: 20 black, black birds birds baked. Baked in a pot. <laughs> Steve is terrible. I, see, I, I is hear terrible. myself on you. You're behind me.
0: No, you are so behind me.
1: Okay, then I'll just I'll I'll count down and you join with me. Mike <laughs> Ready? Three, so you need two, to put this to the thing in the end. Four and two. just 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 you know what, Daniel? Uh, Mike, you bang nice and loud. Daniel, you say it once. Don't stop banging, Mike, and I'll just go right after him. Okay. That way we're on the same pace.
2: Are you banging Mike? Yeah. I, I don't hear, hear you banging. Okay. Uh it that that's gonna be a problem. All right. Well No, that's gonna be a problem.
0: That's too that's too slow. So
2: it's the way it's the way well, sport is doing it.
0: Here we go. Yeah. You ready, Steve? This is gonna be your cadence. Okay, ready? Okay. Four and twenty black birds baked in a pie. Switch the birds with dynamite
1: and watch the people die. Four and twenty black birds baked in a pie. Switch the birds with dynamite and watch the people die. How's that? Perfect. Good. Lovely. I got yours, I got Perfect. mine. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. That's gonna be great. Now just, <laughs> that's hey. like hell hydra. <laughs> <laughs>